Hi, everybody. Welcome to Talking Heartland. This is the show where we break down past episodes of the Heartland show. And today we are doing season 10, episodes four, five, and six. So it's a, a lot of fun. I'm film critic Rachel Wagner and Michelle is here. Hey, everyone. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm doing good. I'm excited to talk about these ones. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Make you want to go and, and jet off to Mongolia. Oh, Rachel, don't get me started. We'll get into it. <laughs> Yeah, we're going to have some thoughts for sure. (laughs) And we'd love to hear your thoughts on the episode in the comment section or on Twitter. Definitely let us know what you think about these three episodes, I should say. Uh, Well, we're starting out with New Horizons. This is episode four. And the summary is the family must deal with Amy and Ty's decision about their future. Georgie and Jade convince Tim to hire them on at Maggie's. Amy and Ty help Casey's horse who stopped eating. So overall, what do you think about this episode? I have so many mixed feelings about this episode. Mm -hmm. Um, I really have issues with how Ty has been written out. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, just top to bottom, does not make sense to me um and i feel like the episode is trying its best because from what i gather the actor wanted time off um which is you know understandable when you're on a show for you know a decade yeah um but yeah it just we'll get into it as we go but yeah it just feels very out of character for yeah i mean i I, also amy I feel like you don't even really need to explain Ty being gone. You don't need to make it part of the story. You just have, yeah. you just tell other stories and have him pop in occasionally uh, uh-huh. in the season. That's all you need to do. You don't need to make it some big plot points. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or we, you have him like doing like a veterinary course in Vancouver or yeah. you have him like there's a ton of different things I think my biggest issue um as we'll get into it is like see if they have if they had laid the groundwork of you know telling us that Ty was interested in this type of work you know if they'd sort of mentioned that throughout the seasons but from what we gather his goals and dreams are to do what he's doing already it's to open a a veterinary you know Mm -hmm partner with, with Scott, learn what he can, and then eventually open a practice with Amy, you know, with them working together with their different approaches. That's what we've been told is his dream. And I'm not saying that you can't have different dreams or develop different dreams, mm-hmm. but it just feels like such a such a hard lift <laughs> very quickly. Yeah. It's like all of a sudden this is something that he's so passionate about. And it's a, you know, a worthy thing to be passionate about, obviously. But it just doesn't fit with what we've been told of Ty up till now. Yeah, I have a couple thoughts as well that I don't understand what they could possibly do in Mongolia to help the situation. Like, yeah, what they're, I mean, it's not like they are yeah. like politically powerful people or mm-hmm. I just don't understand what they're, okay. yeah they're especially needed that they would actually be able to make any difference in these bears i mean bob makes a bit more sense as someone who would go do that because of the the type of work that he does Mm -hmm. um and the fact that he's so sort of environmentally sort of passionate yeah and i'm not saying that ty isn't but that's just not what we've seen from him Mm -hmm. 
um, his lifestyle and, and sort of like not something that's been sort of layered into his character. Um, so it makes sense for just Bob's lifestyle and also being single and and, mm. and sort of being a bit of a free spirit. That's just not <laughs> that's not really what we've learned from Ty, especially these last sort of few seasons that he's become a bit more of a a family guy, a bit more sort of conservative, a bit more sort of yeah, you know, grounded and and sort of at home. So yeah, it feels a bit yeah. There was some specific kind of mission, and yeah. then I, I guess I could understand it but what are i mean i just don't understand how they are going to be stopping the treatment of yeah. these bears and what are they going out and like stopping the poachers like yeah. i don't know i don't think that would yeah. go very well yeah and as far as i'm aware like ty hasn't done any sort of veterinary work with bears right so, yeah yeah it, it feels a little bit like i mean like tim and, and jack hadn't even heard of goby bears they were like well so yeah they like want that, somebody okay. that yeah. yeah had worked at a zoo or something like that mm-hmm. it just doesn't make sense that they would be like we gotta have Ty he'll make yeah. or break the the salvation of these bears yeah <laughs> they can't work very well the other thing that kind of annoys me is that when Amy went off to Europe with King uh-huh. it was treated like she was the worst person oh in yeah. the world the most yeah. selfish decision that you could make the uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. and yeah. she didn't have a waiting pregnant spouse at home and uh-huh. uh, yeah. there was no reason why she shouldn't go she wasn't engaged she wasn't like there mm-hmm. in and in the show treated it like it was yeah. the most selfish decision that she was uh, you know yeah 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 yeah. and we knew exactly what amy was doing you know we've seen we'd, we saw the work that she was doing um yeah. with that particular horse with the people that you know those characters had been layered in you know we knew what she was what she was going over there for but yeah like amy being so on board so quickly doesn't make sense because like you said like she could have you know brought up the fact that <laughs> the way ty reacted when she went yeah. to Europe, you know, it, it just doesn't make sense. Like for Amy. Where she is the, yeah. They had that like, you're leaving me music. And it was just like the most traumatic thing. I'm like, she's going for a couple of months. Yeah. 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 Over like the summer. It wasn't even like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean for once I agreed with Tim. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's a bad day when you're sort of siding with Tim. <laughs> And he says, uh, you're in no state to make a rational decision to Amy, which was, was, was rude. But then he says, now I have two idiots, (laughs) son-in-laws. Yeah. This is not going to help Ty's case with Tim whatsoever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And Jack, you know, she, he says, you'll have regrets if you go, but you'll have regrets if you do. Yeah. uh, If you don't. And. The most sensible discussion that came out of this uh-huh. it felt like so many people were so sort of one you know on one side of it you know against it or for it whereas jack had the more sort of sensible you know discussion about it yeah when he says i left lindy on her own when she was pregnant uh, and he you know re- regrets that but then amy says well but she wrote all this great songs and there's mm-hmm. a particular one that she wrote uh, and that she was happy to have her freedom 
I doubt it. <laughs> I think that most pregnant women would want their partner to be with them. Yeah. Yeah. Not, that's not a, like maybe they're, they are accepting of it, but I don't think it's some like liberating experience. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I wonder if they knew from the beginning of the season that he was leaving, but mm-hmm. yeah. It just doesn't make sense, even just the episodes leading up to this, of how yeah. like and like how involved Ty is in her pregnancy and how excited he is. So yeah, yeah just and... a few. <laughs> well, at the beginning of the episode, Amy and Ty are looking for a new truck because yeah. they they have you know his old truck, uh, and that's probably wise. I like. If it was me, I wouldn't want to have a truck, yeah, any kind of what, truck with a baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That the the people make fun of minivans, but they are the best mm-hmm. car for children yeah. because especially car any with car seats, because any other you have to reach over. Mm-hmm. And whereas like a minivan, you could walk in to it. Yeah. And so it's just way, way easier, way better. Yeah. Yeah, and there's like a lot of stuff to cut around as well. Mm-hmm. It's not like just the, the seat, but yeah, it was so strange. You've got like stroller and feeding in their truck for like a seat with a truck with more seats. Yeah, I it just <laughs> yeah, you would again. People think it's lame, but you want a minivan. That's what you got to have. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And you can get good deals in on a used one. So yeah, especially with and they're really there. safe. <laughs> Um, so then Jack is supposedly going to be teaching them how to shop for cars. Yeah. Uh, and then his truck breaks down and this used car salesman was like the nicest used car salesman. Yeah. Yeah. He did nothing wrong. <laughs> Jack was just not for it. <laughs> he was low pressure. He was yeah, calm. Yeah, yeah. Very easy, easy, very honest. Mm-hmm. So, uh, then we have uh, Casey's horse stops eating, mm-hmm. and Amy wants to help, but she can't because of the x ray. And uh, this is when she sees the website. Uh, the she doesn't know about the whole Mongolia trip, she sees the website, yeah, she's like, that you should go for it. I don't know. It was it was lame. It's just lame. That's the way to describe it. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah and the show's never been good at this type of stuff, but this is definitely the worst one yet. Yeah, for sure. And then so this horse, the hay gets stuck in the horse's throat. And I thought all that was kind of gnarly. Oh, that was gross. Yeah. That was, yeah, really it was gross. gross. Yeah. It just shows you like the amount of problems like teeth issues can cause animals um mm-hmm. you know that's usually the first thing i feel like an animal stops eating like i know just from having dogs and cats and things like that the first thing the vet checks is teeth because obviously you know they can't tell you they're in pain yeah. so, i'm surprised that didn't make uh, amy lose her i mean because your senses are so heightened when you're pregnant you smell 
or so I've been told at least they smell things much more potently. So yeah. that, Hey, ooh, that'd be brutal. Yeah. Um, so we find out that Casey gave up barrel racing for when she married Hank mm-hmm. and she says, regrets pop into your head after not thinking about it at all. And yeah, I mean, it's tough because any relationship you do sac- make sacrifices in a relationship because you have two people with two dreams and you have to make it a combined dream and you have to make it work for the two of you. But in the best of worlds, that new dream becomes your dream, you know, mm-hmm. kind of like Flynn Ryder says. <laughs> yeah. I, I wish that they hadn't done what they've done with Casey and Tim. I don't really like it. I wish that they yeah. would, could, I wish they could just kind of be Lisa and Jack kind of relationship. Like, yes, I want conflict, but having him have the same kind of conflict with her that he had with Janice and what's her name yeah. uh, with the kid that we've forgotten about. <laughs> Miranda. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. What do you think of that or about her saying that? Yeah. Again, it feels a little bit like this was written in to sort of help the Thai storyline as opposed to being kind of more authentic to Casey's story. Um, Maybe a little bit, but yeah, it just sort of, uh, yeah, I agree. Like for me, like the Tim and Casey thing was so strong up to this season yeah. and now it's like I've lost all hope that they are you know going to go beyond this season it feels mm. sort of doomed because neither of them are you know Tim is very much at a point where you know unlike his previous relationship he's the one wanting to settle down whereas that was you know it sort of flipped for him um and yeah. Casey's not ready and I understand why Casey's not ready but the show doesn't seem interested in having her sort of work through that um, and sort of take little steps the way that Lisa did um, so yeah it just feels sort of doomed to me at this point and I've sort of lost a little bit of interest in, in the relationship yeah me too yeah I wrote down that, yeah. uh, that I said am I on I said what on earth could they do for the bears and then am I on team Tim <laughs> <laughs> how's this happening <laughs> Uh, so we find out that there, the horse, this, this horse is named Cody, that mm-hmm. he has a teeth problem that I guess is mm-hmm. causing the, the eating problem. And again, that was pretty gnarly. Oof. Yeah. 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 I did not need, need Ty to sort of explain the surgery to me. That was pretty gross. Yeah. <laughs> 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 So we also have on this episode, we have Jade and Georgie wanting to work at Maggie's. I don't really mm-hmm. understand this because Jade is like, isn't she a full on adult at this point? Yeah. Yeah. They haven't sort of explained. I'm guessing she still lives with her mom because she moved into the trailer, then moved back out of it. Did she I'm move guessing. back out of it? I forgot yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. She lived in it for like a night. <laughs> <laughs> it was just to like get another person into that trailer. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, so it's like I'm sure Rodeo isn't bringing in a lot of money considering she's just a trainee. So, yeah, it's yeah. In, you don't really explain what she does. 
Yeah, I don't really understand why Tim wouldn't want them working at Maggie's. Like, yeah, they're both responsible for the he most part. Jade's had her moments. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I mean, it's not like it's. I mean, I I totally respect people that are you know waitresses and the and uh, and serving people. I totally respect that. But it's not like it's something beyond their skill level that they could do. I don't understand why he would have any problem with them helping him <laughs> it was weird to me yeah yeah and you clearly need the help like yeah it was weird but they have like tons of ideas they get wi-fi free refills and, <laughs> and that seemed like great ideas to me yeah yeah um i guess it just depends on the type of people he wanted and the and maggie's but yeah uh-huh. When they've sort I mean, of changed things, it was all the sort of kids and stuff. But yeah, like customers are customers. Like yeah, is it going to be that different in Hudson? I mean, I feel like the the clientele is going to be fairly consistent. Exactly, it's just the same thing. <laughs> it's not like you're going to have people in there like business suits and stuff like that. Yeah, for sure. I don't know. It, it was it was weird, but they have open mic night. And then Amy and Jack sing a song, which was really nice. Yeah. That was good. And uh, and then Tim talks to Casey about the possibility of barrel racing again. Well, what would you give this episode one to 10? uh, I don't know. I think this might be like, I feel brutal saying six, but yeah, I just have so much like feelings about this Thai stuff. So yeah, let's go with like six, six point five. Okay. Yeah, I think that sounds good. From USA Today's best-selling author, Jenny Hill, comes a story about second chances, family bonds, and finding out who we really are. Butterfly Sisters is the perfect escape for fans of Susan Wiggs, Ranthane, and Susan Mallory. A heartwarming story that will have you laughing, crying, and rushing to those you hold dear. If you loved the Christmas movies based on Jenny's books and are looking for more feel-good, small-town romance, Look no further. Available wherever you purchase books or download audiobooks. Find out more at itsjennyhale.com. That's itsjennyhale.com. All right. So then the next episode we have is called Something to Prove. Tim's team building mounted orienteering event turns competitive. Amy and Cass have a falling out over Ty's partnership at the clinic, but a close call forces them to reconcile Lisa's uppity Aunt Evelyn visits. What do you overall think of this one? Um, yeah, this episode had its moments. It's sort of um interesting. I like the Jade and, and sort of um Georgie sort of the different thing that <laughs> they're so good at like picking these events and these things that are all sort of on horseback. So yeah, it was a good little um you know, drama free sort of episode and I like the the look the, the the, the Lisa stuff. I thought the Lisa stuff was really good. It's been a while since we've had some good sort of development for Lisa. Yeah, I mean that was the I would say the the A storyline. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. This this episode, mm-hmm. and boy, Aunt Evelyn, woo, she was yeah. brutal. She was brutal. Yeah, I suppose this is one of the like positive things of you know losing Ty for a lot of the season. It looks like and Lou being sort of in and out is un more characters are sort of getting a little bit more of a spotlight yeah i like it too and but and i was kind of glad even though evelyn was terrible 
mm-hmm. that we finally got an episode where they address the fact that they don't live together and mm-hmm. they have kind of a strange marriage an interesting yeah. marriage they have an interesting marriage that works for them um mm-hmm. but it is nice that you know lisa you know has sort of fully sort of folded into the family to the point of like it's truly excuse me it's truly her family she feels yeah very connected to them um and she wants to help them in any sort of way so yeah it was interesting to have the aunt come in and sort of throw around <laughs> statements like glorified babysitter yeah that was yeah that was I, harsh i can't imagine how she could have thought that that would be like productive to call her a glorified babysitter mm-hmm, exactly yeah. And she, that's just, there's no way that she's going to kind of come aside, come along to your way of thinking mm-hmm. when you call her see when you're so mean like that. And I was glad when she was like, how dare you call yeah. me a glorified babysitter? Cause she loves Katie. Yeah. Yeah. It's very much feels, Katie sort of feels very much like her granddaughter at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, and I suppose she is, you know, you know, it does feel like she is you know a permanent fixture of the, the sort of family unit at this point yeah well and she's her godmother as well yeah exactly yeah yeah so uh but uh, she comes and she gives all these presents when she gives jack the the dress that was pretty funny yeah that was pretty funny that <laughs> i would have good. paid any i paid a lot of money i know but yeah katie was cute in this episode she's she was mm-hmm. kind of about the kite and yeah everything she was really cute and then we had some pretty good adam moments i thought in this episode i liked the fact that after their ride he's mm-hmm. like super sore because you never see that on the show <laughs> yeah yeah and i've only been horseback riding a couple times in my life mm-hmm. was not for me um <laughs> But you are so sore after you yeah, do it. Yeah, imagine so. Yeah, you're using muscles that you've never used before. <laughs> imagine if you're on a horse. <laughs> yeah. So I thought that was pretty funny. And then they do this uh, competitive orienteering. And I, I'm, I'm kind of annoyed with this whole obvious relationship between Clay and Jade that they are starting up. Because, yeah, yeah like enemies to lovers is fun but not when the enemy is a misogynistic jerk like yeah. and it's so obvious that that's where they're going with it yeah so many shows don't get the the balance right you know that they start the character off in such a detestful way that it's just hard to ever get on board um it's sort of why the sort of hallmark thing when they do sort of these type of storylines it always works because they're never going to take those characters to like a dark place you know yeah, that's true. They're like they're like fatal flaws that they work too much or that they live in the city. Like that. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That they want to shut down the, the festival. Yeah, yeah. That they're they have to make a sensible business decision that closes down like a cafe or something. Like Yeah. Uh I did like when Adam says says to do you think maybe your, your personality isn't suited for the service industry? That was a good line. <laughs> yeah. Um, but basically they end up in the mountain mountain mounted orienteering i don't know why i can't say those words mounted yeah, orienteering 
I, I put mountaineering just as like a shorthand because I couldn't write it down every time. I was like, yeah, I'm not doing that. <laughs> uh-huh. So they have him switch so that Georgie is working with Clay and Jade is working with Adam. Mm-hmm. But then at the end, they end up switching back. And so it's it it appears that Jade and Clay won even though they really didn't but we also find out that clay is afraid of spiders yeah so. yeah I, I great to think what jade is going to do with that information <laughs> that's going to be interesting we, do you have something like that that you're afraid of snakes snakes, snakes. can't look at them can't you know even <laughs> if they're on tv can't deal with it yeah. my worst worst fear i don't like snakes very i'm not a huge animal person it's kind of funny mm-hmm. i i I'm going to do this podcast because <laughs> I, I respect animals. I, I want them to be treated well. I just don't love like them jumping on me or touching me or licking me. I, it's just not my favorite. <laughs> I think because I didn't grow up with animals. Both my um, sister and brother were both super allergic. Mm-hmm. So I just, it's just not something I was kind of raised with their movements and their, you know, yeah. sort of personal space. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Problems. Yeah. I always sort of blame my dad for like the fact that I've always had that, you know, I've always had a dog as an adult because I grew up mm-hmm. with them. Like I grew up with large dogs my whole life. So <laughs> I've just always had one. It feels mm-hmm. weird without one. Yeah. Yeah. Especially I can get used to a domesticated animal, a dog, mm-hmm. a cat, things like that. I get used to their movements and and I'm fine, uh, but uh, like wild animals, I yeah. struggle. With. <laughs> it's like wild deer or something like. Oh, I don't like that. But uh, but I I've tried I've tried to improve over the years. My mission was very challenging because people in we joke in that we were we would always joke that that the Hoosiers in Indiana love their uh, dogs and their cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> So I was challenging on both counts, <laughs> but, but yeah, I do think this, this, uh, mounted orienteering looked like a fun activity. Yeah. Yeah. I would have loved to have done this just on feet, like, not mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it kind of reminds me of doing the, what is it called? Like the geo, um, the geocaching? yeah, geocaching, like yeah. kind of similar. Uh-huh. Yeah um let's see if there's anything else a lot of like i said a lot of the time is between is taken in this episode between jack lisa and evelyn yeah the the other thing was Cass um sort of pressuring scott to sort of give her a raise considering she's doing she's lifting the sort of uh a lot of the the sort of work at the the veterinary clinic you know some ties away she's doing all of his work um and I like that she sort of knows her worth um look that's not something that we see a lot but Cass is very abrupt in her approach to like you either make me a partner or give me a raise or I'm walking yeah I feel like she's the only one kind of making the logical points about this insane thing that Ty's doing she's like he's Uh a a messiah complex everything (laughs) (laughs) yeah and like she should complain she's right oh, yeah, 
absolutely yeah yeah I put that down I was like yeah it's good that she knows her worth she's like I'm doing all this work and I'm not being compensated for it and yeah, I felt it, like she was pretty much being treated like a villain for asking for you know compensation for what she was actually doing because Amy gets upset with her and says you're getting Ty fired and she's like no that's not all all I'm doing is wanting what is owed for me yeah. And, you know, I said in my notes, I said, Cass is right. She deserves to be yeah. made partner. Yeah, for sure. I thought it was interesting. I found out as well that the actress is pregnant during this season. So, oh, like, really? Yeah. Like, Amber Marshall's got a fake baby bump. And, like, this whole episode, you just see the actress sort of hold things up over, <laughs> over her stomach, trying to sort of hide her real bump. Well, it's weird because Cass was pregnant, right? Uh, no, that was a, uh, uh, what you call it? No, with, with Caleb. It was a false positive? That was false, yeah. Oh, I forgot she that. She wasn't pregnant, yeah. Oh, okay. I forgot that. Uh, but yeah, Amy says that it is personal and she's upset with Cass, but then she gets sick and has to get taken to the hospital and they uh they have a reconciliation i guess and then she says that she wants a 20 percent raise to scott's she says that yeah yeah Mm -hmm. yeah i mean if she's gonna be doing all the work for herself Mm -hmm. and ty yeah yeah and it seems like they don't even have like enough assistance to sort of do the sort of um you know the, the sort of lesser tasks that the vets can sort of skip we are you know so it seems like she's doing the work of like three people (laughs) yeah so then the episode with the family uh, kite flying with katie and that was cute yeah yeah so what would you give this episode one to ten um i would give it uh like a 7.5 um, mm-hmm. a little bit higher just because I thought the, the Lisa storyline was really strong yeah yeah I I think that's fair I was gonna say seven but uh, yeah. okay next we have the green-eyed monster this is Amy helps a mounted archer reconnect with her horse meanwhile Georgie's relationship is tested when Adam finds her spending time with another guy so what did you think overall of this one um, yeah, I thought this was interesting. Um, just yet another thing for for Georgie, another skill for Georgie to learn. I wonder if she will stop trick riding to do this archery thing. Um, so yeah, I thought it was interesting. And I actually think that Georgie has more chemistry with Clay as friends than either of the like romantic relationships that they're trying to set up. Like, I think they would make pretty good friends with just like sort of the way they their, their chemistry because yeah like the jade and clay thing is it working and the the georgie and adam thing just isn't really working yeah yeah i mean so she starts to get worried in this episode that adam is kind of smothering her yeah. there's too much and yeah. so she kind of slightly ghosts him Mm-hmm. but i don't they're just in high school like, yeah <laughs> they yeah, just be having fun hanging out yeah. like 
it's, yeah they take it too yeah. seriously sometimes on these shows yeah they take it way too seriously and it, it feels like the sort of writing it as Georgie is sort of finding other interests and and wanting to do other things and she's sort of coming out of the honeymoon phase that she was in of like constantly wanting to be around Adam and that's not that's not where Adam is he's still very much in the honeymoon period yeah but again they're just in high school <laughs> there should be no honeymoons <laughs> yeah exactly having fun uh I did read a little bit on uh I, I found an article on a horseback riding when you're pregnant because I was just curious uh-huh. and uh the advice in this column said that during the first trimester the baby is in your pelvic girdle a bony structure that offers some protection if you were to fall so if it's early in your pregnancy you're and you're an experienced horseback rider and the horse is only walking while you're on its back the danger to your baby is low as as your pregnancy progresses the risk of serious injury to you and your baby increases if you get thrown from or kicked by a horse after your first trimester once your baby has moved higher up in your and abdomen there's little to protect your baby from harm mm-hmm. so that's uh so amy would probably be fine in this first part yeah um you know just just clopping away not like you know anything serious Mm-hmm. yeah I think it's interesting that they have this sort of the the sort of liberty thing that she does with Spartan because it is a way that she can you know work sure. with her horse and sort of you know they do see like mental stimulation and with animals is just as important as as physical so yeah it's a nice balance that they've got that they've got that option of her working with with Spartan because we haven't seen her with Spartan in a while. Yeah, well, and Jack starts to get worried about yeah. Amy and about Spartan. Mm-hmm. He tries to take Spartan out. Spartan's getting jumpy, and this horse that uh, Rhonda has is biting, and they start to figure out that it's because uh, when she wasn't able to ride him because she was pregnant, that it caused mm-hmm. problems yeah yeah some jealousy mm-hmm. yeah, yeah um, that's, and- a, that's, that's a very real thing like I've had dogs that um especially a dog I had when I was younger that I was very bonded to um and whenever mm-hmm. like my cousins or my nieces would come over like he would just sort of sit next to me like blue like you wouldn't leave <laughs> you no it's, it's Nora's horse sorry Nora's oh, horse oh that's the one the archer that's the one that yeah. that uh because the Rhonda's she brings it in that she sees that amy's pregnant she's like no oh yeah she's like gets out of town like immediately yeah uh which i mean i guess kind of makes sense you should probably give a heads up on that and say this yeah. is the this is the services that i can provide at this time if you're uh-huh. interested in that yeah and there's also sort of the aspect of you know who's liable if amy does get injured um right know, if, it, if it does get injured is it you know the owner's fault or the you know so yeah i suppose yeah. it's illegal so what do you think of jack and this jar though <laughs> that was hilarious it's such a like granddad thing of like having such a specific way of measuring and like <laughs> cooking and like 
you can't do anything without this charm. I just thought it was so comical of like Lou the second Lisa says I lost his job. She's like, Ooh, you're in trouble. Well, like, when I thought, <laughs> yeah, when I thought was funny is that instead of just trying to make it without the char, they make like he makes a, an entirely different entirely recipe. Different, yeah. <laughs> yeah, just like at this point, you should be able to just sort of eyeball the ingredients. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, I don't know what would make a stew taste sour. They were like, it was eating the worst thing they'd ever had. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they're not going to put like sour cream in like a stew. Right. Yeah. What would, <laughs> I mean, I guess maybe you might put like a little bit of vinegar maybe in the stew. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know what would make it taste sour, but that was funny. Yeah, <laughs> they're all like, um. So Lisa, of course, feels bad that she got rid of the special jar. <laughs> and I really liked the whole scene with Blue and Mitch fishing. I thought that was really good. Yeah, I thought it was really good. I was a little disappointed that we got such a short amount of time with with Mitch um, and Lou, considering we hadn't seen him in a little bit. But um, yeah. It's sort of that frustrating thing of like neither of them will let each other speak and you're just like oh communicate yeah but it was just like I love the whole sort of leaning over her him oh, yeah, leaning yeah. over her and yeah, uh, helping her cool. and then she she catches the fish and it's like yeah. it was so cuddly yeah it was very flirty. And, and then she says before going out there, she's like, I couldn't stop thinking about him the whole time I was in New York. I was like, swoon. Yeah. Yeah. I was so, the second she saw that, I was so excited for what the episode held. And I was so like, oh, frustrated. It's like, come on. But yeah, it would have been nice to have gotten like more, more time, more like a good, more kissing, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Would have been fun. Yeah then yeah her kind of storming off enjoy your solitude kind of thing like I don't know why why Mitch would tell her to leave like that yeah we sort of saw saw him holding his sort of uh, dog tags which I'm not sure if they were his or his cousins but it seems like he was having a bit of a moment but yeah we never found out what it was we never found out what his problem was or you know what he was going through yeah it was I mean I guess he was thinking about his um cousin right yeah yeah maybe that's why um there was a nice moment though i thought when amy is getting upset uh, because nora takes the horse and uh, so amy's upset and uh they have kind of a nice sister moment between her and lou yeah that was nice um oh it's always good when they have sort of a sister moment because i feel like the show is sometimes a bit sort of forgetful about that and we don't get it episode. The horse Doc, uh, mm-hmm. Nora's horse, is getting upset because of the the baby. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. jealous. jealous. Uh, and then she says, Nora says, "I love being a mom, but don't want to forget who I was before Milo." Uh huh. Or the baby, which that's such a cute baby's name. I think Milo. Oh yeah, that is really cute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's a good storyline because it has something like. I follow quite a few sports and it is the amount of judgment that they put on sort of female athletes that 
leave um, and then sort of come back after maternity leave and they sort of expect, you know, the same results or they're very harsh when, yeah. you know, the results aren't, you know, it, it, they're just fans in the media and, and what have you are just very um, harsh on mothers and sports. Yeah, I mean, we are so quick to judge yeah. women in general for just yeah. all their choices. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Jade uh, tells Georgie try to be less available and then we see um, that uh, the, that Adam sees this picture of Clay doing the archer and, and Georgie working together I don't really feel like Georgie and Clay would be sort of a valid I don't know I just I, I can't imagine that they would be seen as like a valid couple. He's older oh, than her. I just don't yeah, see any chemistry. Yeah, he's too old for her. Um, they definitely have like a good friendship vibe that I mm-hmm. think could, they could be good friends. Um, like I, I wrote down that they have more chemistry as friends than sort of either of their love interests at this point. Right. Um, they just have like a good sort of banter and attitude um, and fun. Um, which I feel like that's the, the sort of missing thing with uh, Georgie and Adam is it doesn't really feel fun when you're watching it. Yeah, it's not cute. Like, no. I, I don't know if you watch uh, High School Musical, the musical series. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I just loved EJ and Gina so much. They were oh, yeah. one of, yeah, yeah. they had so much chemistry. I loved them so much in the second season. And it wasn't even a very good season, but I loved them. And it, so that's the kind of relationship that you, you know, that you want as far as these teen yeah. romances. They were yeah. so good together. Mm-hmm. They're like the gold standard as far as I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, but she does say to Clay, she says, that's the kind of macho crap Jade hates. And then Clay says, so she does talk about me, which was like kind of fun. Yeah. I just wish they hadn't made him a misogynist. I wish they, you know, like make him a jerk, make him kind of rude, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it feels like, I don't don't know. It's like, I'm not like a big Gilmore Girls fan, but Mm -hmm. it feels like the way they started with Jess, that he wasn't like, as far as I remember, he was just kind of rude. You know, he wasn't, you know, that's why people sort of rooted for him and Rory so much. Um, that sort of. Well, even you know, if you think about, Ka- yeah, even if you think about Caleb on this show, like he started out yeah. kind of rude, kind of, but yeah. not like. Yeah, kind of egotistical and sort of. Yeah, not like abusive and, and you know, a misogynistic jerk. He was yeah. just like a little rude. Yeah. Yeah, because even in these episodes, there's like a scene of him sort of sitting in a diner with all of his, all of his friends laughing at her for having a job, and you're like, how are we supposed to root for this? Yeah, exactly. Um, so then it basically ends with Amy spending more time with Spartan, mm-hmm. and Mitch tries to apologize, but Lou isn't hearing it. Lou's still mm-hmm. upset. So... It's the green-eyed monster. <laughs> so I would give this episode, this was a pretty fun episode. I'd give it like a 7.5. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
So let us know if you're listening, what you would give these episodes and what you think of these three. We'd love to hear your thoughts in the comment section or on Twitter. And Michelle, how, how can people find you? Um, on Twitter at Michelle Arbenson. Great. And you can find me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes. So please check that out. And also make sure you're following the podcast at Homeworkies Pod, no Homeworkies Podcast, all of our social media. And if you are listening on iTunes, please leave us your five-star reviews. We really appreciate it. And if you are listening on YouTube, please give this video a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. We would appreciate that so much. We also have our patron group and merch store where we have Heartland-inspired merch. So check that out. And thanks again. And we'll talk next week. Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone.